0: Welcome to Nature Therapy Online. Hello, there, folks, and welcome to episode thirty five of Nature Therapy Online. My name is Stephen McCabe and I'm an ecotherapist or nature therapist, whatever term you prefer, living in Midlothian in Scotland. And if you're new to the podcast, this podcast is all about connecting with nature for our well-being because nature is good for us. And when we love nature we in turn look after it better it's a reciprocal relationship that's good for us and good for the environment around us and it's also a scientifically proven fact that when we connect with nature our anxiety levels can go down we might not feel so depressed we might not feel so alone stressed out all of these things can be helped just by recognising our place in the universe and recognising that we're small and that our problems aren't always as big as they seem to be and that's when we're lost in our thoughts we can look around at all of this abundant beautiful life around us, tune into it with our senses, let our thoughts drift away because most of the time they're pretty pointless and and useless, sometimes they're very useful and we can utilise them to improve our lives and other people's lives but a lot of the time it's noise, isn't it? And that's what this is about, ecotherapy, or nature therapy. Seeing that the noise inside our head is not reality. Reality is the world that we're privileged to be a part of. And one thing that I find has been really transformative for me, with my relationship with nature, has been to not identify things so strongly. And when I say not to identify life, objects, and and ourselves so strongly, what I mean by that is... um, I guess loosening our relationship in our minds with language a little bit sometimes. It's easier said than done. But it can be very powerful. And to explain what I mean by that, a little clearer. I suppose when I'm outside and I walk past an oak tree, I look. And I say, oh, there's an oak tree. And perhaps all different associations about oaks will come into my mind. And those mm. associations might be from stories or my memories. And sometimes they're really good things. I, I, I love to work with story and nature and myth and memory. It's all very important. But also equally important is to appreciate that life and that being that's in front of me growing on its own terms and at times not to be lost in my memories and associations and, and stories and mythologies. There's a place for all of this, but sometimes reducing our associations help us to to see the life in front of us on its own terms for, you know... To, For the first time in a long time, if you haven't tried it, give it a try. And that can be by walking and describing mentally to yourself what you see, rather than describing things with the terms that we humans have given to them to make our lives easier. So I want to do a little experiment with you for this episode. So right now I'm in my house in the attic and I'm stood up and I'm looking out of the window over into my back garden. And usually this is the place where I record podcasts. I usually, when I record them indoors, I usually record up here. But as you know, I often record podcasts outdoors as well. Um, But this is my indoor location, but usually I'm sitting down and my dog, Yoro is is next to me. As he is now, he's on the sofa down there, underneath a quilt, getting very warm because he's quite spoiled like that. But I'm going to look out the window here today, rather than sit on the sofa with the dog, and I'm going to describe to you the world in front of me without using the words that spring to mind without identifying. And we'll see what happens. So as I look out of my window here, the first thing that I can see is a structure moving up out of the ground. And this structure has many wooden lines that are reaching up. There must be a bunch of twenty or thirty wooden lines and sticks all growing out of the ground together like a like a family of, of, of thin wooden sticks and there's an invisible element that i I can't see and it it, it seems to be moving. These sticks across, it's moving the wood, it's like this invisible element is, is, is in control. Maybe you can hear it whooshing by, it seems quite strong. I've heard that some people call it the wind, but today it's just, it's an element, it's a force. Behind that and to the left is flat earth and there is a bed of green, also small green stems growing up into the sky, towards the sky. It's very short because this... um, This element this, of the earth is, is something that we like to cut down with lawnmowers and it's quite unruly, but beautiful. Such a really beautiful green, deep green colour. My favourite thing here, my favourite thing that I can see is, uh, this, uh, a, a, a feeder that we've put outside and there are small winged creatures. And they sing. And right now there's a tiny creature with wings sitting on this small feeder that I've put out with special food that the winged creatures like. It brings forth these magical winged creatures that fly and sing into my garden. And that's what they're doing just now. This one I'm looking at has got a very strange little head. Instead of having a a face like like yours and mine, made out of flesh and and bone only, it has this very hard structure that points out of its head. Kind of like uh, one of those party hats, but put on the wrong way, so it's coming out of your face instead of off the top of your head. Imagine try to imagine what that looks like again i've heard that some people call these things beaks but there's many of these creatures now and one of them on the ground is moving about because the one that's in the feeder has 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 spilt a lot of seeds onto the floor and it's brought forward this gorgeous creature with a bright red chest it's like the color of uh of a raging fire. And it's got this tufty uh, tuft on the back of its head. A tufty tuft. You can see that I'm a master of language, can't you? Have you ever had a tufty tuft on the top of your head, listener? You might want to call it a quiff. But this bird is, is just beautiful. It's got this spiky hair. A little dash of white on its back. Bright red. And it's just hopping around. Its head going back and forth. Feeding from the green earth. There's so much colour just right here in front of me. They seem to be struggling with the invisible air force. I want you to... Today, maybe even right now, if you can. Maybe you can take a look out of a window. Or maybe if you can't, you might want to close your eyes and and picture a a local scene. And try try to tune in with all of the life around you without giving it names, without talking about shrubs, and the wind and birds and trees and all of these labels we give to things and just recognising this one big variety of life that we can't fathom and that we don't really understand where it comes from or how it comes to be, why it came to be, all these different forms. Just take a moment... Think about all of the ways that the force of life shows itself through the woods that grows to the sky, through the singing creatures that fly, the unseen creatures underground, digging and burying away. Just stay with that for a moment without labels, without names without associations I'm going to leave that thought with you and I would like you to, to try this on a, on a trip outdoors this week, folks, if you can. Just appreciate life as much as you can. Label it as little as you can. See it as fellow life. Before I go, I just want to remind you that my Myths and Stories course is available at naturecourses.info where I share myths and stories from the world over a couple of months and I give particular nature therapy exercises for you to do inspired by the tales, inspired by the mythologies of this gorgeous planet. And if you're listening at the time it goes out, it starts at the beginning of April 2021. And if you're listening in retrospect, there are other dates and perhaps a solo option to where you can sign up and start any time coming soon as well. So if you love nature and you love myths and old folk tales and you want to work with them together, then, then that's what the course is all about. So please, please go and have a, have a look and see if it's for you. And I want to thank you for tuning into my podcast. Um, as I've mentioned quite a few times now, my, um, yeah, I made the jump from running the helpline that I used to run for many, many years here in Scotland to becoming a, a full-time ecotherapist, um, which is a really exciting place to be. And just doing this podcast is one of the most fun things about it and I I love the fact that people contact me from all over the world telling me where they live what the nature's like what how you've been bonding with nature so please keep on doing that and keep on keep on emailing me send me pictures from where you live and tell me what's what's going on because it's it's just such a magical thing that we can connect with each other like this and that's me for this week folks that's the podcast I do hope you've enjoyed it take care Bond with nature and have a lovely week. Bye bye. Visit me online at naturetherapyonline.net.